Benzinga's NFT show. We got a good one for you today. Joining us on the show once again, we have Doug from Toy Boogers. We're going to be talking about the latest collection from Doug Toy Stash and how you can get your hands on a, one of those NFTs. Alyssa and I will also be breaking down all the top news and headlines. What were the top NFTs last week by sales volume? And maybe a couple projects to look forward to coming up later next week. Don't go anywhere. This is The Roadmap. everyone as i said this is the roadmap benzinga's nft show we're so excited about today's interview with doug from toy boogers a frequent guest here on the program before we get into today's episode just some housekeeping let's go ahead and smash that like and subscribe to benzinga's youtube channel if you have not done so already where you will be notified of great NFT content here on the channel. Also want to give a shout out to our sponsor of today's episode. Today's episode is sponsored by FTXUS, which is one of the largest cryptocurrency exchanges in the world in terms of trading volume and daily use. The FTX app is used for 6 million people to buy crypto NFTs with no transaction or withdrawal fees. You can use your phone or computer, and the FTX US trading platform offers NFT trading on both the Ethereum and Solana blockchains with no gas fees. To find out more and to get started with your own FTX account, click on the link in the description below and also in the chat right now. Uh, and want to give a big shout out to everyone watching us live right now on YouTube. I see the chat already going here. Uh, and also anyone watching us after or listening on the podcast, we got Ashira in the on. Yeah, we are excited to get Doug back on here. But before we bring on Doug, I've got to bring on my co-host and producer, the one and only Alyssa. Alyssa, my, what's going on? My face is numb, but I'm here because <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> for this interview hi you're here you're here you're excited i i know you've been looking forward to to having doug back on uh the show um and i'm excited too right i i own a kit bash booger and i'm gonna be able to get a toy stash this weekend but i gotta yes. hear all the details and find out exactly how i'm gonna be able to get that and how everyone else out there is gonna be able to get one as well Alyssa, what do you think? Uh, should we go ahead and bring on Doug? It looks like the chat is ready for Doug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's bring him on. All right. Well, it is my honor and privilege to welcome back to the roadmap once again, Doug from Toy Boogers. Doug, what's going on? Hey, Chris and Alyssa. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here again. Uh, yeah, super excited to chat about Toys Dash and um, go over all the details of the collection. Yeah, definitely. And Doug should have a tally board anywhere, but I believe you are one of our most frequent guests here on the show. Uh, we've been doing this less than a year, and I, I feel like uh, people that have been on here, you know, three, four times is right up there on the top of the leaderboard. So uh, thanks for coming back as well. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's actually been a lot of fun. The first one, you know, we were talking about the Toy Boogers, the original collection, and then the Kit Bash Boogers. A collab with Cool Cats, Dead Fellows, and Robotos, and then now Toy Stash. So it's been a perfect um, uh, visit each time, kind of going through our own, you know, evolution and and um, and our and our lore because it's it's really the stories unfolding more and more, and Stash is the the next part of the the story. Yeah, I can't wait to get into the lore, Stash, and what's next. Uh, you mentioned Toy Boogers, Kit Bash Boogers, and Toy Stash. Let's start up where we left off. So last time you were on was before the Kit Bash Boogers collection launched. Mm -hmm. um, just give us your thoughts. Uh, were you pleased with the overall reception to that project? You know, did it go off like you wanted? Uh, how did 
Kitbash Boogers do as the artist and founder? Yeah, thanks for asking. So Kitbash Boogers is um, really, it's an amazing collection that's extremely unique because only, um, I don't, I don't know if there's really anything like it. I know there's, there might've been like one or two other projects who combined to do something. And there's, you know, there's a whole bunch of kind of like derivative project stuff, but this, this was an official co collaboration between four major projects, putting our traits and assets together um, into a toy boogers collection. Uh, Cause it's part of our, our lore and ultimately my style and me putting it together, but it really is the, um, something super unique in our space. And so on, on that level, I'm really happy and still, you know, super honored. And, and uh, it was, you know, so cool to be able to work with, you know, Claude and Betty and Pablo and, and Psych um, to get the collection going. And uh, the reception within the community was was really well. <clears throat> it we, we launched it on the same day as the other side drop. So uh, <laughs> probably the craziest, literally like the craziest day to drop something was you know in <laughs> during that drop um and it was kind of funny because like right before the other side like we it was it was minting and it was it was selling and moving and then all of a sudden the other side came through and everything just stopped because gas went crazy and then as soon as the other side stuff went you know stopped and the gas went down uh then the mint resumed and and, and it sold out um, it was also kind of a crazy time to mint too, just because that was like right as everything was changing with the market. And so um, this was one of the one of the last bigger mints, you know, of course, that I remember, but also many of our um, um, community members and team members, one of the last big things that we all kind of minted or got involved in. Um, so, yeah, so um, Really amazing, though, just in terms of accomplishment of of what it is as a as a project, uh, you know, as a, as a collaboration between these these four projects, and um, and I think it will have this special place going forward as one of the only um, you know collections that actually is a you know membership token in the Toy Bookers family, but also this collab between so many other projects, and so that that's been a fun one. And there's so many traits to dig through and just combos and. And it's just been really neat to see like people, you know, picking stuff that they like. And, you know, if they have, if they're more, you know, in the Dead Fellas camp, they, they pick a, they get a Dead Fellas one and then with the Cool Cat and Robotos or just a total mix of them or, or a handful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned, you know, these other projects. This is an official collaboration. And I actually, uh, I really love this collection. And part of the reason I do is because I've had the uh, honor to interview you to interview Pablo, to interview Klan and Elu, and also to interview Betty. So I now have talked to uh, founders of all four of these projects. So I, I like to think that I know these four projects well. I, yeah. I like the traits. I've seen the traits. I've, you know, heard what they like. But what, what has the reception been from, you know, those other artists and creators? You know, were you guys calling each other up saying, you know, look at these traits. These are so cool. I want to get, you know, a Roboto head or a, a blue cat body. Um, what, what have the other artists and founders said to you since the collection launched? Yeah, so within the, the four, um, you know, uh, founders, Klon and, and, or actually, well, five, because it's like Betty and Psych. Um, Claude, Betty, Sack, and Pablo, they, they all really liked it. They all really thought I did uh, really good justice to to their traits because I had to take their traits and re-hand draw them and, you know, size them and, and colorize them a little bit and kind of configure them. So that was the first thing was just kind of like doing justice to the original trait, but putting it in my pen so it, it matches the rest of the art. Um, and then I put together during our, the creation of it, I put together like a hundred samples and I showed them the hundred samples and they were all just like, oh, this is awesome. They're like, just go with it, just run. And so there was like a little bit of configuring um, back and forth, Klon gave some cool ideas. Um, Tyke had some cool ideas, like everybody had ideas and inputs and a little bit of feedback, but for the most part, once the samples are ready, it was like, all right, yep, just <laughs> keep doing that and let's, let's, let's see some more. Awesome. So was able to get a kit bash booger and i was really hoping for a controlled by stash one of one and then of course when the <laughs> collection came out i didn't get one and we found out that there's only 13 controlled by stash and 13 kit bash action figures um what went into picking 13 as the number for both of those uh, traits uh you know it and how 
how does that compare to you know toy booger and maybe toy stash going forward you like to keep the number low yeah. is that on the higher side what's your thoughts on the the one of one pieces here yeah so kind of like the legendary one of one stuff um in the original toy boogers collection there was three like legendary we called them bosses and so there's like really limited in terms of the like these you know kind of boss figures there's like a cute boss a wacky boss and a gnarly boss and one's like a, a robot and a an ape unicorn and then they um like a little oni demon um and and so the, the kind of that legendary figure um was less in the original collection and it, it just like mirrored the three styles that are in my art you know kind of some of this art's like cute some of it's really wacky most of it's wacky and then some of it's kind of gnarly so the original toy boogers was just like an echo to the bosses but there was like one of one toys and in different one of one elements that you could get within it and, and a whole bunch of different rarities there was heads and bodies that only appeared twice or three times or four times or five times so toy boogers had a really fun range of um of uh the one of ones and, and rare and then in kitbash did something a little bit different and i already knew and that you know within the team and the lore that you know stash the hamster was becoming a, a more central figure and so we thought it'd be fun within the kit bash to kind of bring him in a little bit more and give him you know a little bit of let him take over a tiny bit and so like these the one of the legendary categories was controlled by stash where he's like either in the robot head or like in the tv or like in the body or in the zombies he's like in the brains <laughs> controlling controlling them through the brains um and so that that was that was really fun the 13 came from um dead fellas number they used that number a lot in their um uh throughout their collection and in part of their like metaverse stuff uh, so I just kind of a little honor and ode to to their number. Um, and then there was one that was controlled by Stash and also the action figure. Uh, and the action figure was uh, Sykes' idea from Deadfellas. He, he was like, oh, since these are kind of like, you know, Kit Pash is like putting toys together. And that, that's where the name came from. Uh, Kit Pash means like to put different boxes of, of stuff together, whether it's toys or RC parts. Um, he's like, yeah, you should have like a little like action figure type character. And then I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. So then um, decided to make the action figure more of the um, uh, kind of like the legendary. And then there is like some one of one toys and, and things like that. So there's the whole, you know, rarity scheme. So it's, it's fun to get something super rare, like one of those legendaries. Uh, but you can still get something kind of random that doesn't look like it, but can be quite rare. I mean, as Alyssa's scrolling through these, uh, I just, <laughs> I love Kitbash Boogers. Uh, it, it, it's hard to look away from these again. Four great projects that I've interviewed. Um, Stash is so cool. I, I told you this, Doug, last time you were on. My, my kids love Toy Boogers as a collection. They love Stash the character. They're also big fans of Cool Cats, of Robotos, and Dead Fellas. So to them, this collection was just like, the coolest thing ever to to look at these That's different awesome. traits and these different pictures so shout out to my kids and doug shout out to you as an artist because uh you're doing something right here um let's dive into toy stash right so yeah since we had you on the last time you told us there was going to be an upcoming collection and anyone who owned a toy booger or a kit bash booger was going to get a free claim. And based on what I read, it looks like you weren't lying and that turned out to be true. So Doug, tell us all about Toy Stash, the drop coming up and how current holders are gonna get a free claim. Let's start there. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's start with like the the mechanics and then we can get into like the lore and, and, and then like the collection and all that. So yeah, mechanics wise, um, Toy Stash is our first collection in which we're able to give back to the you know to our community uh toy boogers the original collection was 3333 unique pieces um and then kit bash boogers was was a little actually totally different so it's a totally unique project and it's you know it's a collaboration with these other groups but also what was different about it was rather than uh kit bash and this is what most projects they have like a you know there's like a reward airdrop thing that comes immediately next we did these special edition pieces that were kind of like airdrops you know collectible little pieces but um you know the 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 standard was for collections to like do you know like a pet or something next that would be kind of like an airdrop and so kit bash um went totally against that because kit bash was even more exclusive it was only a thousand pieces 
um, they were all minted. It wasn't any, it wasn't free. And so um, it was, a, it was a, kind of strange uh, to do that, uh, breaking that mold of just like that standard pattern of like, you know, main collection and then companion collection airdrop. Uh, so we didn't go down that, but we knew ultimately that we did want to reward our holders and, and, and do something like that, of course. Um, and, and Stash uh, was, was from pretty much the beginning, even while working on um, Kitbash, we knew it was going to be Stash that was going to be the, the element that it would allow us to do that. So part of the Stash collection um, is a um, is a free claim for holders, and it, it's one per NFT, whether it's a Kitbash or original Toy Boogers. So there's 4,444 available as free claims for holders. Um, and so you get one, one uh, Toy Stash for each um, Toy Boogers or Kitbash Boogers that you hold. And then um, there will be an additional 6,667 for uh, public minting or additional minting from people. And the, the mint price is 0.025. So the total collection will be 11K. And we, we've always done, we've played with numbers. So we, we did 3333 for the original. And then um, Toy Stash or Kitbash was 1,111. And so, of course, we didn't want to do an even 10K, so we we did 11,111 uh, just to play with that number. And so, yeah, basically half of it's free claims for holders, and then the other half will be open for minting uh, with, I think, a really fair and a decent mint price of that 0.025 um, in this particular market. I think that's um, on point. That price, I mean, obviously, since the last, you know, two times we've had you on, Doug, the, the market's changed, right? Uh, 0 0.025. I mean, to me, that seems reasonable. That seems like a good entry point for anyone to get into the Toy Boogers ecosystem. Um, you know, what went into setting that price and why is it so important maybe to, to start lower on this one with the larger collection and get more people into Toy Boogers? Yeah, I mean, and that that's pretty much it is really just to allow more people to get in and to allow people to mint and have fun. Um Oh, it, another thing, it's an instant reveal, which is also really fun. I think people really like those, the, the collections done. Um, but yeah, so the mint price, um, we, we thought about it um, a lot. You know, it was really standard um, last year to, you know, like the a secondary drop could even be be more. Um, Kitbash was, but Kitbash was totally unique. It was, it was less. It was only a thousand units. Um, it was, you know, four things coming together. So it was totally this unique thing. Uh, but with this one, um, and especially in the market time right now, we're looking at everything and, and yeah, that 0.025 just seemed like a, a right, you know, a, a good uh, a value for it, but also um, a decent price. And so if you wanted to get, you know, four more or five more, like you, you can do that without breaking the bank. And I think people will, um, We'll have a lot of fun with this mint again because it's an instant reveal and the and the, the collection is so wild and wacky and and diverse and random. It's going to be a fun one to mint and tweet out and and just to to share and, and really have fun. So I'm super excited to have um, just like a good old fashioned mint and and uh, drop um, and just have fun with it. So there is a pre-sale list which doesn't guarantee um, you know a mint, but can you talk a little bit about? the communities that are involved and can get access to that pre-sale list ahead of time. Yes. Here. And we're going to be putting about a lot more tweets out about that here shortly too. So thanks for mentioning that. So yeah, so the, the claim in the, in the pre-sale both happen this Saturday, uh, the 20th at 10 AM Pacific time. Um, and so you'll be able to claim and, um, and start minting uh, right away at that 10, uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday. If there's a really short pre-sale, it's like two hours, and it's basically all the you know the Kitbash communities, so Cool Cats, Dead Fellows, Robotos, um, a whole handful of other communities that we're just adding. And this, we're doing something unique here, um, rather than doing these raffles and you know going through pre-mint or doing all these things where you have to you know like sign up and register and this and that. We're actually just going to add the complete holder list of several of these communities, so like all. Cool Cat holders, all Robotos holders, all Dead Bellas holders, um, and a handful of other projects. Um, the whole community will be on the list, so it'll be totally over allocated. But it just gives them a head start if they if they wanted to, you know, jump in right at the beginning and, and make sure they minted an extra one. Uh, so they'll have a two hour um, uh, head start with that presale, and then it'll, it'll go right to public. And so there, there's 
there's a chance, you know, and we, we never know how these things are going to go and they're always so random, but there's, uh, with it being totally over allocated, there is a chance that it could um, sell out during the pre-sale period. Um, and so um, if anybody does, you know, really absolutely want to make sure they, they, they mint some and try to get that rare one to show up right on time and, and show up early. And uh, a lot of the collections and projects that we've collaborated with or done stuff with, we're adding their um, their, their token into our pre-sale list. Um, and we'll, we'll be revealing those as, as the days go on. Doug, you mentioned instant reveal. And I mean, a as a collector, I got to say, I love that. Um, I would much rather see it right away, right? And not mm -hmm. have to wait. Um, you know, why the decision there for instant reveal? Does that have to do with, you know, these already being, uh, you know, hand done and generated? I is that why? Part of it is, yeah, that they're done. Um, part of it is there's kind of like a, like, you know, optimizing mint, you know, operations and mechanics. And then part of it is, is, um, it's also just the fun, like just having fun with it. And so from, from the standpoint of like, um, you know, minting and having fun, that instant reveal, I think is the best. And that you just immediately know like, oh, boom, I got my forever, you know, stash or, oh, no, I want to, you know, sell that and buy a new one. And so I think that, that secondary activity and trading can happen immediately, but just that instant, like, boom, I, I know what I got. Uh, I think it's just really fun in the mint process. The, the, the reveal, the waiting for the reveal was also kind of fun in the past. Um, but I think now it's, there's, it's just better just to, to go right into it um, and just <laughs> open it up. Let's see what we got, especially since the art is done too. Um, everything's done. So um, I'd rather just people minting and, and tweeting and sharing and just having fun right away as opposed to kind of drawing it out and waiting. And then, you know, next week we'll have the reveal. It's like, nope, it's, it's all ready to go. Like just locked and loaded. Let's have fun. So Doug, Toy Stash is 100% hand generated, um, you know, without, getting into all the details and bashing, you know, maybe some other projects out there. This is kind of unique and something that we don't see a lot of other NFT collections do. What does this mean and why is it so important to you as a creator? Yeah, so the hand-generated um, is a kind of a term I, I I think I made up actually that, because uh, it's like I've always done, I'm doing these things that aren't totally done. So the original Toy Boogers, if people don't know, everything's hand-drawn. I draw everything by hand and then digitize it, colorize it. And then I have all these individual pieces I can mix and match. With Toy Boogers, the original collection being the full character, the bodies, heads, and toys, um, I had to drag and drop all those little elements you know, into the screen, um, arrange them, you know, put the bow on, put the toy on, center them, and then capture it. And so that one was totally hand-built, like not even, there wasn't even a generator. I, I was the generator. So Toy Boogers and Kipesh Boogers was 100% by hand, literally dragging and dropping and placing and, and then capturing and exporting. And then also um, jotting down all of the, the metadata by hand too. So Toy Boogers and Kipesh Boogers was a tremendous amount of uh, handwork, 100% hand done. Um, Toy Stash was a little bit different, um, a little bit easier on me, but still uh, meticulous in the, the hand element of it. And so what I did is I, I used Bueno, so uh, uh, Pablo Stanley's um, Bueno technology uh, with a Bueno generator. There's a curated um, custom token so as you're going through and like looking at the previews and setting up the rules and, you know, this body doesn't work with this head or this face doesn't work with that, or, you know, you, 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 there's all these different rules you can set up. You're, you're constantly looking at the preview and in the preview every now, every now and then something really cool comes up and you're like, oh, I, I love that one. Like that needs to be in the collection. And so I just started saving the, like some of these ones that I liked. And then I started editing ones. I was like, this is perfect, but if it just had this and pretty quickly I, I had saved a few hundred and I was like, oh my gosh, like I should just do the whole entire collection like this. So the whole entire collection, it's it's either curated where the generator, I saw it and I picked it, or I built it completely from scratch because I just had an idea of what I wanted, or I, I modified it and added something that the, the generator had pretty close. And so I probably went through, like no joke, literally, um, not that I looked at every single like million, but I. I definitely generated more than a million tokens for this collection, just going through and picking them out. Um, I definitely looked at 
over a hundred thousand, like directly, like my eyeballs definitely like look at over a hundred thousand or even probably more, maybe two to 300,000. Cause I, I've, out of every 10, I'd probably pick one and then another I'd scroll through and be like, boom, there's another one, scroll through, there's another one. Oh, here's one I got to edit. And then sometimes it'd be like, oh, that gives me an idea to build one. So I'd, I'd go in and build one. But so, yeah, so it's a hand generated in that sense is I didn't let the generator just, you know, do its own thing. Um, I was constantly going in there and, and picking and choosing and, and editing. So hand-built, um, curated, customized, and I think it it just was the best way to capture my my style and my spirit and some of the funny stuff, and then also synchronize a lot of stuff um, so that it's like we love the fun, you know, weird, just mix, you know, mix match stuff where it's just totally wacky. But it is also really cool to get something where it's like synced up where you know, it's like the heart eyes and then the heart toy and then, you know, like a pink background or something or, or, or double ice creams or, you know, double tacos or whatever happens to be when, when you can sync something up. So there's a lot of that within the, the toy stash collection. Doug, so much work went into this. I'm just amazed to, to hear you talk and just all the work. I, I think this is a really cool collection. I'm so excited to see it. Uh, can we get in... <laughs> to the breeds so there are 169 breeds um which gives you know a ton of diversity to this collection we also have 88 toys 11 companions that can be held i mean you know there's just so many unique traits here to where everybody's really kind of getting like some unique one of one elements almost is that is that fair to say it well each one definitely is the combination is one of one so the the entire combo is only used once so that's that's definitely true um but the the uniqueness and the variety of them is is so big that i i think people will feel like there's this like 100% unique totally its own thing and and the the breeds do, do that so if you look like at the image that you have up um the body shape you know, there's a hamster shape, there's fire, there's a diamond, there's an ape, there's an insect, there's a zombie, there's a snail, or it's actually a slug. Um, there, there's all these different things. There's a ninja, there's an alien, there's like a lamb costume, a frog costume. Um, most collections that have like a single character um, will have a, either a few costumes or maybe like a variant um, head shape or style, something that's like totally different to where it's actually like a different body. Uh, costumes is usually like that with like, you know, the cool cat costume ones, for example, um, where the head's, you know, different because there's like a, a, either like, a, you know, the fishbowl or the astronaut or the, or the um, costume. But yeah, with Toy Stash having 169 of these different ones, when you're scrolling through the collection, um, it looks incredibly diverse and it allows for um, very unique uh, things to come up to where like, you know, it's 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 the type of collection where um, everybody could pull something out that really is unique and fits them and matches them and won't look like the person next to them. Um, and, and not to mention any projects by name, but we've all seen them where like some just didn't have enough diversity and it's just like, yeah, everyone looks very, very similar. Uh, this one will look totally different, but with the with the same color palette that I've used with the previous collections and the same themes and a lot of the same art and 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 kind of characters, um, it definitely has a really unified look. And as you're looking through, you can see some of these, a lot of these um, breeds and some of the costumes are variants from the original toy boogers. So like the booger monster, or even like the unicorn, or or the toad, um, just kind of turn them into the, the hamster form of it. <laughs> and uh, it's, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a real fun collection just to scroll through because uh, there's so much, so much different stuff in there. Yeah, I see some tacos, some uh, unicorn poop, uh, definitely some sure. fam familiar traits there, um, which yes. we're actually going to talk about traits here in a minute. Uh, a real fun game, Doug. But uh, there's also 33 legendary one-of-one one toy stashes. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, uh, how'd you pick that number? Why 33? I know you love numbers. And what makes the legendary one-of-one one so unique in this collection? Yeah, so the um, the the number was just kind of a fun, um, the original collection, Toy Boogers being 3,333. We, we've done a lot with like threes and 
and 33 and so just kind of it just fit and it's it's big enough to where there's a chance you know to get one but it's still small enough um that it it, it is really unique um in this collection the one of one so this diamond one that's in the center is actually one of the one of ones so that orange one with like the diamond yeah that little diamond guy with the sunglasses um so the one of ones in toy stash are basically a breed uh, that was only used once. So that diamond body uh, is is only used once. Um, and then there's a there's other ones too. Like maybe it will be like a gold variant of like the, the pickle or something like that. And so like the gold pickle only appears uh, once as a breed body. Um, and so they're not like you know you know super flashy animations with sparks coming out or something that makes them legendary it's it's basically um a special breed that was only used once so if you get the diamond one like you are the only diamond stash uh, and then uh, that's how it goes with the other ones and so you got to be careful look at them um because it might look kind of nonchalant but then when you look at it it's like oh that actually is one of the the one ones it's a um a rare skunk zombie or something like that <laughs> so there's some there's some fun stuff to see that's so cool uh doug while we've got this image on the screen i think we're gonna do a fun <clears throat> game as you know from past episodes we always like to talk about you know favorite traits well we have this giant collage that you share and i think it would be fun to go through row by row um, so these are rows of eight, and myself, Alyssa, and you to pick our favorite in each. Um, we can just use, you know, <laughs> the number one through eight. So Alyssa, I will let you start row one. Which of the eight is your favorite? Oh my gosh, that's so freaking hard. It's so tough. <laughs> I know. Um, row. So, um... I like, I'm going to have to, I don't know the first one, dude. I love the first one right the here. The devil. <laughs> with a little, the, uh, with a fried little, chicken. Yes. It's yeah, perfect. See, I, I'm going to go uh, number eight with the pizza, the, the ninja. With oh. the pizza. Yeah, it's like a, a red, a red ninja. <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, Doug, how about you row one here? Oh man. Um, it's, it's hard. The, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the unicorn, the good morning, uh, the coffee unicorn, ready to <laughs> get the day okay. going. <laughs> GM, GM, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, row two, Alyssa, back to you. I'm not original with this one. It's the first one, I love goats. Like I love goats, <laughs> it's so cute. And the pizza. <laughs> pizza goat, that's a little bite yeah, out of the See, goat. I picked pizza in row one. I, I, I love the pizza as a as a trait here. Uh, I'm gonna go with number eight there with the unicorn poop. Uh, it's my favorite in row <laughs> yeah, two. Yeah, um, me too. He looks like pretty excited. Doug, yes, is, that, like is that yours in this row? <laughs> yeah, me too. I was gonna say, I, I like that trait. And then the that face trait's called a cuckoo. So it's, it's just like, like a, it just reminds you like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs or something. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Love it. Uh, this is so much fun. Alyssa, row three. Okay. Um, the, uh, the little frog with the, the GM. Yeah. It is, yes. <laughs> See, I was, I was leaning towards the frog. I think I'm going to go with number three with the, the duck there uh, that he has oh. as a companion. Uh Doug, how about you, row three here? Yeah, this is a hard one. I like the colors of that that third one that you mentioned is really nice. I like the blues and the yellows. Um, the scuba diving one's fun though too, because it's just like kind of like a classic character from the collection. Um, and then that toad also is really good. So um, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe maybe I'll go with the toad though. He's just kind of like a little slightly grumpy little good morning toad. He's like, oh, I'm not quite there yet, but I got that's, I got my that's coffee. me in that's me in the morning when I'm getting ready for, for work. So <laughs> before Alyssa, the coffee's kicked in. Yeah, before the coffee. Alyssa, uh row, what are we on now? Four? Uh, row four. Um yeah, so uh one, this little dude right here. I think this is my favorite out of like all of these. Okay. Like number I one. love I love number one, the little yeah, fire, fire dude. Oh, he's what? so cute. And the crayon. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to pick that. And I have to agree with you. That is, I mean, the one of one diamond there is definitely sweet, but I really like the the elements there in number one. Uh, yeah, Doug, the how fire. about you? Are you going to pick the, the legendary or something different? 
No, I think the fire is good yep. too, and I, I I love the crayon because it's like it's like an innocent item, but when you put it with like a evil face, it just has like this kind of like funny uh, nefarious kind of like, but like a cute funny <laughs> like note to it. So yeah, the the um, the uh, uh, the crayon paired with um, with kind of like these gnarly characters is just a fun combo for sure. <laughs> All right, Alyssa, back to you. Uh, next row here. Okay. Um, I'm like, I'm stuck between. Oh my god, they're so good. <laughs> I like this row. There's a couple in this row <laughs> this that I'm having good. a hard time. Yeah. See, like, okay, I like eight a lot. I like the floppy disk, and I like yep. the TV. It's yeah. And then the I frog. The frog costume is. Yeah, the yeah. frog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think. Uh, jeez, I'll go with eight. I'm gonna go six. Uh, I might be dating myself here, um, but Alyssa, I like the fact that you know this is a floppy disk because I don't know how many <laughs> of our viewers know what a floppy disk is. Uh, I'm picking it just for for that fact, right? The nostalgia mm -hmm. here, um, and it's something unique and very cool. So I, I pick number six. Doug, this, this is a tough. It is row. really tough. What about you? Um, either the frog costume, because I think this, the frog costume just came out super cute, but then also the, the floppy disk is fun. And it's the only one where like his name is like written and it's kind of funny too, because it's like it's written on that little sticker that used to go with floppy disk. <laughs> so yeah, that's a good one too. Uh, either one of those I'd be okay with picking. <laughs> awesome. Love that row. Alyssa, next row here. <sighs> okay. Um, the chef hat is so cute. Yeah, oh my God. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh but okay i'm a sucker for like underwater theme thing so like i will always gravitate towards this but the freaking shit that i don't know it's hard okay <laughs> with the little treasure chest and then the zombie oh, okay no hold on i gotta think about this one the little the pink the pink stash with the the, the number seven hat. there yes number seven I love the chef hat. hat. I'm going to go number four. Um, chef hat, the heart with stash there. Uh, oh, but nice. I love I love the chef hat. Uh, Doug, how about you? You picking chef hat in this row or something different? I think I'm going to go with the crazy little zombie one. He has yes. like cyborg eyes and then he has like like loose wires as a, ha nice. as a hat. I love that one. Yeah, the <laughs> wires are a fun, are a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so next, next, next. Oh, um, I'm gonna go with uh six because skateboards. See, that's, that's the one I that's <laughs> the one I was leaning towards too. Uh, it was the the skateboard. I think that's gonna be Emmett's favorite. Um, uh, my middle son because he mm. loves his skateboard. Um, so I gotta agree, Alyssa. I'm I'm gonna go six here. The the skateboarder, Doug. How about you? Yeah, probably just because the skateboard traits there. I'll go with that too. But the um the bumblebee and the rocket. Uh, costume and breed are are also two good contenders just in general. The Bumblebee just has this fun look to him, um, kind of almost like old timey looking or something. Yes. <laughs> and then what have we got on the last row here? We got some mm. good stuff there too. Oh man, this is so much fun. We're already on the last one. Bummer. Uh, <laughs> Alyssa, last row, la last pick here. Okay, I'm stuck between the Ninja and the Axolotl. I love axolotls though, so I'm just gonna go there. I'm gonna go number eight. Number eight, eight. yeah. <laughs> I I would have to agree. My oldest uh, loves axolotls. He wants to own one someday. Uh, so I will go ahead and say number eight as well. Um, nice. But I do like that lamb number seven with the the unicorn poop as well. The lamb, so. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and and the three eyed alien there, man. This row's fun too. It's Doug, how about how about fun. you on this last row? Yeah, it's a hard one. Maybe the ninja, just because it's, I think the ninja costume just came out so good. It's just like a clean little ninja. And I put little tiny swords on his back. So it's just like this <laughs> mean little ninja character, ninja hamster. But yeah, it's so fun. That, but as you can see, like going through the row, that's how it will look on OpenSea too, where it's just so diverse, so many things to pick from. And if you're looking for something that like is, you know, has a particular element, a particular toy, a particular vibe, whether it's, you know, tacos, donuts, skateboards, <laughs> skulls, treasures, uh, whatever it happens to be, there's there's so much to dig through. It's going to be a fun collection this, to uh This to collection, Doug, is, is yeah. 
Um, this is fun. You again, uh, shout out to you and thank you for putting together a collage like this because as soon as I saw it, I was like, wait a sec. When Doug comes on, we could pick our favorites because Alyssa and I will do that sometimes, you know, from like the preview images when these different collections release, you know, like eight photos ahead of time and we'll say, okay, yeah. what are your three favorites? Or we'll go through, you know, like all the mega mutant apes and pick our favorites. But like this is a huge collage, which really shows off a lot of the traits. So this was yes. a fun activity. And Doug, thank you for participating as well here. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for doing that. That was actually a lot of fun. And um, exactly what I wanted to do by sharing these, um, all of these, you know, with, I've always done that um, with the original Toy Boogers. I think I showed off like, gosh, probably like 100 or 200 or 300 before the mini even happened. Um, partly because they were so different and wacky. I just like wanted people mm -hmm. to know. I was like, look, this is what you're getting into. And then with with Kit Bash, we did the same thing where we, we showed a lot off. And then with Stash, like I just couldn't contain myself. And then I think it's fun too, because it's like you get a sample and an idea of of what you're getting. Um, so it's not like this mysterious, maybe this is kind of what it's looked like. It's like, nope, oh, here's, this is exactly what you're getting into. Um, they're really fun. They're a lot, they're really cute. They make perfect, um, PFPs as well. And so that, that's another thing that's different between the original collection and then the stash collection is it's just this one little chubby character. It's still, so it's a full body, which is cool. Um, but it's, mm -hmm. it's just like this perfect little character that just fits right into a, a center of a PFP. So they'll, I think they'll make even better PFPs than the, the original ones, even though the originals, some of them look just, you know, perfect and, and it's. Definitely. Uh, Doug, uh, I want to talk a little bit about like merch and toys. Is there any update, any uh, news you can share? Will we be getting merch with toy stash? Will we be getting toys using stash? I mean, I look at these images and I think a little bit of like Squishmallows, which my kids absolutely love. Um, any room for stash toys down the road uh, that I can tell my kids about? Yeah, so Squishmallows, I'm looking those up right now. Oh, those are cool. Actually, that would be a lot of fun. They're just like cute little yeah. <laughs> squishy. It's like a pillow and a stuffed animal put together, and it's like perfect for kids. They they love them. So. And they're, are they multiple sizes, or is it like? A yeah, no. They have, they have like three or four different sizes, I think. We, we, we have all the sizes in my house. So. That's cool. <laughs> I need to dig through those more. But yeah, there's a few different ideas for toys with these. Um, so because it's like a, kind of like a um, a full body that could be made into a plushie pretty easily. And we've, we've done some prototypes of plushies. So most likely a plushie would be one way we would go. But I also like the idea of more of like perhaps even like a, you know, like a plastic toy where you could mix and match, um, take mm -hmm. the toys on and off and put them. So we do have some some cool ideas with the toy um, side of things. And we did, we've been taking our time a little bit more with that because we want to put together something nice and and um, and that we can build on. So if we did do like a plushie, we'd want it to, and we, we've done some prototypes and stuff and they look good. Uh, so something that we could carry on and, and make more of and make it kind of its own, you know, collectible in itself. And then same thing with toys. If we do more of like a plastic toy of some sort, uh, we'd want them to be like interchangeable. And um, Stash makes that easier um, uh, than like the previous ones, just because it is more of this round, fat kind of character. Um, and there's so many different bodies, though, so that there's still like a ton of different customizations and prototypes and things that we'd have to do. But uh, most likely we would start off with a handful and then keep adding. Uh, so hopefully, and that will be some of the next stuff that we start to work on um, uh, um, after the drop is is getting more into that side of stuff. Um, so yeah, but there, there's so much potential there, um, whether it's a mellow, uh, an action figure, a uh, plushie, or <laughs> or even just stickers. I think these would make fun stickers to do as well, just to stick everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that there you go, stickers as well. Well, Doug. If, if you do decide to do plushies, I, I can't wait to hear about it because uh, you're going to have a buyer right here. My, my kids will absolutely <laughs> go nuts for these things. Um, speaking of stash, let's get in a little bit to the lore, right? So we have yes. this storyline building and we have come to find out that stash is behind everything and the central character here. Can you just talk about 
the lore and why it's so important now with the toy stash collection coming out to really dive and develop more of that lore for the community. Yeah. So thank you for mentioning that. And that's been a fun thing of toy boogers. Um, the whole time has been the lore and just kind of the fun wackiness and, and, and goofiness and silliness of it. So the original collection toy boogers was, you know, a bunch of NFT collecting DGENs. We got together um there was one person who was super smart built this teleportation machine then we were literally trying to teleport into the metaverse so toy boogers is kind of like it's it's really the nft community and so like if you have a toy boogers it's supposed to be like that was you when you teleported into the into the metaverse and turned into an nft you got mixed with your nfts and so the original toy boogers collection was this fun kind of like it's basically us trying to like get into the metaverse physically and then we end up getting mixed with our nfts and we we turn into this you know these goofy characters and the reason why we got mixed up was because there was a booger on the <clears throat> on the teleportation machines uh focusing crystal <clears throat> and so um there's this and that's where the name you know boogers and toy boogers came from was somebody put a booger on the on the, the teleportation crystal and it uh changed everything and then so what we did with Toy Stash, well, as this was kind of going on, um, so Toy Boogers dropped and the you know, community's forming and the collection's forming. Really early within the Discord, um, Stash, the hamster character, just kind of got a life of his own and kind of became like, because I, I made stickers of him holding like the taco and holding the skull, and he just kind of turned into this fun, like intermediary character, like kind of between them all, like that was perhaps more involved or part of something or you know just mischievous like the yeah, there he is with a taco in that image um and so he we started to build up his lore just a little bit just kind of within the discord and um, with the community um but it, it became apparent that it would be really fun to make him even more and more mischievous um and like more and more part of the story and kind of behind it and so with toy stash well, with Kitbash, we kind of started to leak. Like you could see that he's like controlling some of the Kitbashes. So it's like obviously like he's he has a little bit of an upper hand or something's going on. And then um, with Toy Stash, the idea is that we've revealed that yes, he was the one who put the booger on the machine in the original collection and caused all the mal you know malfunctions of of characters being swapped out, and that was his plan. That was part of his intention, and uh, it was like a test. He basically used us to, to to test the 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 experiment on now that it works he rigged his hamster wheel onto the teleportation machine and running through the hamster wheel basically was able to go through the teleportation field thousands of times uh copying himself and pushing himself into the metaverse as all these crazy you know mixed up wild characters um to assimilate um and um uh, to, to jump into the uh, metaverse as these new characters. And so what, what the, the question is, what is he doing? Where's it all going? And that, that's the, the next part of the story, which we'll slowly tease out over time. But so Stash has a plan. He, he's the mastermind. He's doing something. It's perhaps some sort of takeover scheme, but he's he's definitely building his his army or his community, his, his, his hamster <laughs> a colony. And um, and he's ready to, to be adopted. Oh, and this another fun thing about this that's totally different is, um, and you mentioned this, like, because we're calling him the mastermind and he's kind of like behind the whole story is, th I think this is one of the first times, I'm, I'm sure somebody else has done it, but um, that I know of where the main character or a main character comes after the original collection. There's, there's been these like smaller Genesis collections where then like they do the big collection, you know, maybe they do like 200 and then all of a sudden there's like a 10K or something like that. Uh, but with this, we, we started with the original Toy Boogers, which was kind of just, you know, a bunch of different characters, um, a lot of fun stuff, a lot of fun elements. Um, and Stash was in that collection as, as a pet, quote unquote. Um, <laughs> and then now he's emerging really as he's the, the the main character and essentially coming into his, his own. And so um, that's a, a real important point just in terms of kind of like the way that we view him and the way the community sees him. And then also just like what we're building is we don't see him as like a companion or like a pet. Um, he, he really is a main, like he, the, not like, I don't say the main character, but he is a main character, one of the more important ones. And um, 
the toy stash collection is a um, it, it's a main character collection. It's not like a pet or a companion uh, type of a collection. And and he himself, stash himself, has little you know pets that we call companions. So he has like the little that little uh, pet chick, and there's like a, a puppy and like a robot, and there's a whole handful of stuff that he can actually have as his own little pets because he's you know not a pet. But yeah, so it's it's been a fun it's been a real fun lore to put together and. Um, the the direction of the story with stash is is we're seeing what it's building up to and what he's trying to make and and what he's up to and what he's doing and some of that will connect into uh what we're up to with our own metaverse developments so well, that was another one of our um things that we announced was la um been a few weeks now, but we we uh, signed a deal with um, um Arconix, uh, Meta Metavoxel Studios and um the uh they're building a, um, a, a toy boogers land for us. And so it's going to be an awesome plot. Just looking at some of the samples that they're building, we're going to have a lot of fun stuff that's going on there. And, and so some of the story will continue there um, and elsewhere, but um, it's, it, that's going to be another fun thing to, uh, to see the, the story elements come together and then to have a, a land to, to run through. That's a total toy boogers <laughs> world to, to see. Uh, Doug, speaking of stories coming together, um, we do know, of course, that Toy Boogers has a deal with uh, Time uh, yes. Time Studios to do a show based on the IP here. I know you probably can't give us a lot of details or any, maybe, um, but I have to ask, right, is there any update on that show and should we expect to see Stash as the main character, you know, in this featured animated show? So the um, good question. So yeah, the 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 animated series development is is underway. We're we're busily working on um, a lot of those stories, in particular episodes, and, and a whole bunch of um, kind of behind the scenes things. So we don't have any announcements to <clears throat> excuse me to announce just yet, or anything to reveal. The, the story that um, is in there is a slightly different direction. Stash is part of it. And it's still, you know, it's, of course, this is all, Stash is the one who instigated everything because he put the booger on the crystal. Um, but it's in terms of like, if you look at like the universe, like where it is in like the timeline, the um, it's a little bit different, but it, it, it does involve Stash directly. And of course, all of the, uh, um, you know, the original toy boogers, but, um, a little bit of a different direction there, but yeah, and hopefully soon we'll we'll make an announcement soon and talk more about that and kind of leak the the idea of the stories and some of the the new characters because there's also new characters in there too. Uh, but that that's going to be a fun, a uh, real fun thing to get into once we're ready to announce um, more details on that. Can't wait to hear more about that show. And again, you yes. know, not to keep bringing up my kids, but my kids, they want to see these NFTs into cartoons. <laughs> they, they're looking forward to it. Uh, yourself and Robatos, I mean, two of their favorite projects both have shows coming and, and they're so excited uh, to, you know, when can we watch? When can we watch? And, uh, you know, so Doug, I'm going to bug you every time we have you on, but uh, awesome. that, and that's mainly because of them. Um before we let you go, uh, you know, there was a mention in that recent post by you about membership into the Toy Boogers fam, right? So we talked yes. a lot about, you know, ecosystems, right? Like Yuga Labs has Bored Ape, Mutant Apes, Other Deed. Uh, you now have Toy Boogers, Kit Bash Boogers, and Toy Stash. And why is it important to, you know, consider owners of each of the different projects kind of one in the same and equal within the toy boogers fam rather than you know kind of hearing everyone uh you're, you're yes. kind of passionate about that why why the importance yeah so the membership we wanted the idea of like you know you're in the club to be to be one it's like are you in the club or not and it's like yes you are um whether you have a toy boogers a kitbash booger or a toy stash um and then there's the the other element within nfts where it's like all right if you're in the club well then what are your perks and then that that's where there can be variations and to a degree that's what most projects do um anyways but i think the way that they present it is as if like one collection maybe the original collection has like a higher status or tier um so you're kind of like tier one or tier two like with you know board apes or mutants mutants are kind of like the second tier um it's very similar in our um, 
ecosystem, but but we did want to just label it to where it's like, nope, like you're a full member regardless of which one you have. But when there are benefits um, that come around, like so Toy Stash is actually one of these benefits. Um, having multiple collections, of course, will give you multiple benefits. So if you have a toy boogers and a kitbash boogers, of course, you're going to get a free toy stash for each one of those. And then let's say just, you know, totally hypothetically, let's say we we had like, um, we had um, just another asset, whether it was like a, a metaverse asset or just anything that was going to be a reward. Of course, having multiple pieces would give you uh, potentially more benefit. And so rather than kind of um, dividing like the tier, the membership as the tier, I think the, the, the it's better to, to kind of delineate the reward. And so we just wanted everybody to feel, you know, part of the community, part of the club, uh, whether they're they got in with a kitbash, you know, a toy boogers, or with a um, with a toy stash. And then in terms of like, you know, re rewards and ecosystem and all of that, it's like if you want to um, get the most, then try to have one of each if you if you can because then you'll you'll have the the uh, option to, to get more uh, more stuff and, and one of the things we want to do is when we do like giveaways for example and we're going to be making more some more um like one-of-one -one art to, to do as giveaways and things um you'll have like an entry for each collection if you have a toy stash you have one entry if you have a toy burgers you have one, one entry and then a kibash burgers one entry uh so a little bit more you know, better odds, but but um, but you're still a full member, and so yeah, um, at Toy Stash um, is just like that. It's it's its own collection. It's not a companion collection. It's one of the official Toy Boogers, you know, collections. It's a main. It's the first main character collection, and it's a, a membership token as well. And so, um, lots of uh, good reasons to get in and uh, and and get one. Doug, this interview flew by. We we are know, almost at three o'clock Eastern time here. Uh, you took up the full window because you have so much to share, so many cool stories, and I mean, looking at those traits was was awesome as well. Um, remind everyone once again, Toy Stash this Saturday. What time does that free claim start, and what time is the public mint if there is one? Yes. So thanks again. So final summary this Saturday, um, the 20th at 10 o'clock Pacific time is when the, the claim will happen. If you if you hold a Toy Burgers or Kibesh Burgers, as well as the pre-sale will happen at that same time. And the pre-sale is just a quick, short uh, head start for people on the list. Um, it'll be multiple communities like Cool Cats, Dead Fellows, Robotos, and a handful of others. Um, the whole community will be on the list. So it's over allocated. That would be like a quick two hour pre-sale that starts right then and then the public starts um like two hours later so basically it's all happening all going down at the 10 a.m uh, this saturday 10 a.m pacific time uh, this coming saturday the 20th and uh, mint price is 0.025 it's an instant reveal um, we're going to have a little bit of like kind of like a drop you know share reveal party um, in the discord right then so if anybody's minting jump into the discord and share and tweet it out too we want to tweet these all out and share them all um yeah so that that's it this uh this saturday coming up i can't wait doug i know Alyssa's excited as well and i'm sure uh myself and her will be talking about this next week to uh show off uh the toy stashes that we got um, but Doug, until next time, uh, you know, we look forward to having you back on the show, of course, and yeah. thank you for taking time, you know, out of your busy schedule and joining us once again. This has been a blast. For sure. Thank you again for having me. And, um, yeah, I would, be, I would love to come on next again. I think one, just kind of looking ahead, one thing that we could potentially do is, uh, when the sandbox plot gets more and more developed, yes. maybe have a run through because it's, it's insane. It's, it's, yes, I could talk do a whole it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a crazy, it's so fun. There's so much like being built into it. So uh, that could be a fun one. But yeah, thank you so much for having me again. Uh, really fun uh, time with you and um, look forward to the next one. Awesome. Well, everyone smash that like for Doug from Toy Boogers. Doug, we will catch you next time. Alyssa, I, I, I had is written down but who really cares about that when we're looking at toy stashes and all those fun traits i mean i'm excited to show these to the boys and have them pick out their favorites and i, I might have to tweet out the results but uh some of those rows were uh tough to tough to pick uh, a favorite for real for real <laughs> um my favorite like okay i love the fact that they're all 
you know, Stash is a hamster because, like, my whole life I've been, like, haunted by having rodents as pets. And they're so freaking cute. And they do rule your world. So, like, Stash, I love Stash. Did you have ha- did you have hamsters? I did. I did. I had, ham- like, I had hamsters growing up, too. So I, I was, I was like, I bought, or no, we adopted a hamster that ended up being, like, pregnant. And then it ended up ruling our world, dude. We had, like, two cages full of hamsters. Yeah. And, like, uh, that's all I was thinking about this whole interview. <laughs> My kids really want a hamster. I don't know if they're quite there of taking care of uh, pets, even though that's a smaller one. But They can have a- one of these. As a kid, Alyssa, like, I always wanted to have the hamster cage with, like, all the tubes, right? Mm -hmm. Like, taking up the whole room full of (laughs) hamster tubes. I never got to do that. So, uh, yeah, Uh, I'm going to live life now through uh, toy stashes here and uh, my kids maybe to start, too. Maybe if they can take care of a toy stash nicely, then we can work our way up to a, a real hamster. Oh, my God. Imagine, like, a time I got you with, like, stash that'd be there we so go. cool yeah see and like squishmallows these plushies like Alyssa, i'm so excited like i i mean yes like <laughs> these nft collections that my kids love like i get so excited about right because like they're excited right and they get that little piece of like my world right like what i do you know with the show and articles they get to experience that so when collections like this pop up and they fall in love like it's really cool and uh, a personal yes. touch for me. So, Alyssa, we're out of time. So I think we got to go. Uh, no roadmap tomorrow. Benzinga has a boot camp where you can learn how to be a better stock trader, right? We're going to have some great guests on that all day tomorrow. I know I will be listening in. You should as well. It's free right here on Benzinga's YouTube channel. We'll be back with NFT coverage on Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern time, the roadmap. And Alyssa and I will break down news, headlines, and maybe some other NFT drops happening um, next week along with Toy Stash. Uh, Hey, shout out, Ashira. We love having you in the chat. Uh, You've been on the show before. You're you're a great guest. You're a great friend. um, And Toy Boogers and Toy Stash, this looks awesome. And we're happy to have you here. Alyssa, anything else to leave off with today? Follow us all on uh, socials. Follow Doug, follow Benzinga, follow me, yes, Chris. Yes. yes. <laughs> follow <Do it. laughs> all of us. Click on the, the links in the description below and you can uh, follow along. Uh, don't forget Toy Stash Drop this Saturday, but we will remind you once again on Thursday and we will catch everyone later.